The following podcast is taken from a live broadcast on Inspire FM. The following program is a repeat. Please do not message or call in. Any announcements made on the program may now not be applicable. Good morning and assalamu alaikum. You are tuned into Inspire FM 105.1 FM. It's Friday 6th of December. Yes, 6th of December and the time is 10 o'clock. Uh, welcome to Mother's Planet, a show where there is always something to talk about in a productive and uh, beneficial way to us hardworking mothers. I'm your host Neelam and in my very busy studio, now I have to make sure I've got all the mics right, um, I have uh, my lovely and special guest today. Um, uh, I have, I'll start from my right. So I've got Jamie. Good morning, Jamie. Hi, good morning, Neelam. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Good week? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, very good. busy as usual. Yeah. Productive though. <laughs> productive, That's yeah. what we yeah. like to hear. As long as our weeks are productive, then that's good. And we have Amaya. Good morning. Morning, Neelam. How are you? I'm doing all right. Surprisingly awake, given yes. that I was up till one <laughs> making cakes for the Christmas fair. Oh, wow. <laughs> Super mum, multitasking, <laughs> one o'clock baking. Yeah, I know. That's oh, the, uh, yeah. It's probably the best time to do it because then you've got less likely people coming and picking the cakes and eating them as you're baking. Yeah, you've got less hands in yes. your bowl trying to like pick out icing and, and yeah. batter mix and things yeah. yes yeah. I always find that when I'm doing baking I start off with a dozen and then I turn around and then I've got half and I think right okay I need to start again so that's probably the time to do it yeah although I'm not quite sure I'll get my recipe right if I did it at one in the morning I don't know how awake I'd be so well done for doing that Maya and uh, last but not least we have Jane good morning Jane morning. how are you all right thank you not too bad and how's your week been I'm not as productive as Jamie's, I don't think. Right? <laughs> that to-do list that's getting longer and not actually ticking off the uh, Oh, bits, yes. Yeah. That's always, it's quite a tough one, isn't it? When you have a to-do list and you're actually adding things adding to, to it. And think, oh, exactly. yes, I know. No one wants everything done before Christmas. Oh, I so know. And, and it's not long because no. I felt strange mm. saying 6th of December today. We're actually in December. Yeah. So it's, it's not long by. at all. This month is going to just whiz past. And I'm hoping that will happen because um, I'm glad it's Friday. Thank goodness it's Friday. <laughs> when it was Monday, I was literally counting down to Friday because <laughs> dragging the kids to school I don't know what it is but my children feel that they need to walk super slow and I'm the mum that's running ahead with all their bags and I've got to the door and I'm, my children are coming they are coming <laughs> and they're just strolling behind at their own pace I'm just so worried they're going to shut the doors so I get to the doors before my children do and they and I think they've worked it out now that it's okay we can take our time because mum would get to the door before us so <laughs> she'll do all the hard work so I'm out of breath and I'm there panting at the teachers that they they are coming it's just they're taking their time so I need to take a change on that next week I think I'm going to start walking slow and make them run now so yeah they've, they're quite clever but I've had quite a tough week with um poorly children my youngest has been really unwell and um he's had quite a few days off school um i had the actually the attendance officer call yesterday to say is he okay and i said mm. he is but it's just like one thing after the yeah. other and it's just yeah. the minute he started school all the bugs that you can think of he's picked yeah. up mm. And so it's the just one way the other, isn't it? They're, they keep going, they're completely clear of it all. Yeah. They get it after one thing, after the other. Yeah. After the other. Yeah. And I'm hoping that he's picked everything up so next term when he goes back, he's just fully rebooted. <laughs> and He'll have a super fun. immune system yeah. ready to like, yes. fight everything. everything off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, yeah he's going to be Iron Man, basically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm hoping he's for. Hoping. So, yes, yes. Uh, listeners, we are live on air. We are reaching out to all our listeners in Luton and surrounding areas. We are also live on the Facebook camera where you can uh, comment and um, uh, put in any um, questions that you have for the show today. Uh, you must like the show and you can also share the show with um, uh, friends and family as well. Um, you can also um, click, uh, link in to the show through the Inspire FM webpage where you can connect through tune in and listen to the show that way as well um, otherwise we are taking questions and comments in the studio on uh, 0779 481 
8822 so you can text or whatsapp into the studio on that number um if you don't uh, hear the show now uh, the show is actually repeated later on today at uh, nine o'clock from nine o'clock so you can listen to the show then now i usually start my show off with a couple of headlines um but i really wanted to dedicate as much time as possible to cover today's topic um and um giving my guests all the time to try and go through everything that um, I have put down on my question list. Uh, so in today's show, we have um, Total Wellbeing with us here. Um, this is a Luton Bedfordshire based service um, and they offer the community a range of support and um, support services and it's all under one umbrella. Um, I may have got that bit wrong, so my guests could elaborate on that. Um, but before I do that, um, I'd like to get the listeners to know a little bit about yourselves. So I like to, if I can just get a brief introduction. So um, I'll start with Jane this time. Um, so Jane, um, if you could just briefly um, explain who you are and um, everything to listeners. Yeah, so I am the public health midwife at the Luton Dunstable Hospital. So mm-hmm. I am a qualified midwife. I come from a history of um, working clinically and on labour ward. Okay. And then I've now branched out into the public health element, for, um, working close with Luton Council and with Total Wellbeing. Okay. Um, and looking after women in pregnancy and trying to get them as healthy as possible for their pregnancy. Mm. Lovely. Okay. Don't deliver as many babies now, but yeah. I was just going to say, do, does that? Do you miss that side yeah. of it? Yeah. yeah, you do. I still go back and work sometimes as a bank shift to get, keep your hand in with deliveries. Yes, that's the kind of exciting part of the job. But yes. Yeah. And also to keep in the know about it as well, because yeah, if you sort of step away from it, then it's a bit comes a bit unknown then. yeah so um that's quite nice that's yeah. good that you can sort of balance the both i had to go to my daughter's school the other day and tell them about what a midwife does oh. and they kind of all laughed about um how's how your baby's born and the little the boys in the front row were really giggling after she said mum the boys come up to me afterwards and said you, you blew their mind i was like oh, all right okay <laughs> oh, it's obviously yes. a normal conversation in our house but yeah. yes i know oh it's quite funny oh, oh so it reminds how... me of my daughter whenever we used to go swimming and i was pregnant and she kind of because she was a c-section um you know i had to explain to her how she came out and so she was very um interested as to whether or not i was going to be cut open again for her brother and i kind of said well hopefully you know he's going to come out the other way (laughs) and so the two and a half year old uh decided that every time kind of we were in a changing room was an opportune moment to explain to everybody (laughs) where the baby was going to come from so (laughs) yes These are 10 and 11 year olds I was talking to. So obviously when you mentioned the word vagina to them, they were like, oh, oh the whole yeah. thing erupted. I was like, okay. No, yeah. that's what even done with, it's fine. Yes. Oh, I know. I know. Teenagers. Well, they. I think kids are getting a lot older now. And Younger, I'm, aren't they? Like, yeah. From the, from, yeah, yeah, that's what, yeah. yeah. I'm glad you know what I, yeah. I meant. Yeah. But yes, they start very young and they, yeah. they have the mentality of an older child and you think, gosh, you know, I didn't know that at at that age and even with um technology the equipment my son knows more about my phone and i thought i was a pro at my phone (laughs) than i do and he and some of the games that he's playing he's talking to me and he's flicking and i'm like look at the screen he's like no no i know what's going to come next and i think okay you know i need to sort of get buff myself up on this yeah. because they are just too advanced so uh, they need to slow down a little yeah, bit yes. be nice yeah. Keep them yeah. yeah i know especially i keep saying that to my four-year-old because he did say to me when am i going to be big and i said um not for a while he's going to keep you as a baby for as long as you can so yeah and so amaya could you please introduce yourself okay so <laughs> i'm um at the moment i'm a trainee cbt therapist which um in plain english means uh, cognitive behavioral therapy Um, and I work within total well-being Mm -hmm. Um, so we are the emotional wellness kind of the psychological side of um, kind of total Mm -hmm. well-being and so we deal with common mental health problems uh, anxiety depression Mm -hmm. Um, uh, prior to uh, starting my training I um, was a psychological well-being practitioner for 10 years. So still within the same kind of oh, service. Okay. Um, and during that time, I've worked with um, a lot of mums, um, both during pregnancy um, and after pregnancy and mm-hmm. helping them to kind of deal with um, the anxieties that that can throw up. Mm. Um, and also kind of the the changes in moods that can happen during mm. pregnancy. And I noticed that, yeah, we use a lot of measures um, to assess people's anxiety and depression and you'll work with them throughout pregnancy and um, they'll be, their, their scores will go down and their anxieties are massively down and they'll come back just after 
um, after the baby's born and everything has kind of climbed back climbed up again. Yeah. So in terms of their, 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 their mood is all over the place, their anxieties mm. are all over the place. <laughs> and it's just about kind of how we can step in and help mm. people to kind of manage that really. Mm. And of course we work with people outside of pregnancy, but mm. um, you know, today that's what we're talking about is kind of mum's birth babies. Yes, which is fantastic because I think there's a big need for that, especially postnatal mm. um, care because um, it it can be overwhelming and and we were saying it doesn't matter where you are with it whether it's your first or your fourth mm. baby it's, it's the same emotions because with your first you have no idea and with your fourth you've got three other to deal with and mm. you know you've got to so it's it's quite overwhelming and um that's really good because um i'm sure we're going to get a lot out of that one today so um yes and jamie how are you yeah, and last so not least. <laughs> Jamie's, yeah i know sorry jamie we're not, we were just carrying off and we've, okay. we've not left you out <laughs> yeah so um my name's jamie to the listeners um my background is in nutrition so i'm a registered mm-hmm. nutritionist um my job title with total wellbeing luton is healthy lifestyle specialist Mm -hmm. so i sit within the weight management team so Mm -hmm. we support individuals to create sustainable um, healthy lifestyle habits Mm -hmm. so from drinking more water eating more vegetables Mm -hmm. moving more as a family yes etc so yeah i've worked across the nhs a few different charities and here i am now in luton wow spread my knowledge (laughs) yes no and that is key because um i you know you could probably uh, vouch for this, but over the years, um, weight has become quite a severe issue from quite a young age now. Mm-hmm. And a lot of children are struggling with trying to keep their weight at a, at a controlled level. So um, it's something that we really need to educate ourselves on. And um, it's it's a fantastic thing there. So um, if I could just ask, um, uh, I mean, I've kind of introduced her to well-being as yes. what I said everything comes under one umbrella um, um so how was this formed and how long has this establishment or uh, been running for um in in Luton so is it just in Luton as well so anyone can answer so, so from, from my perspective the kind of service that I work for is um present um across counties okay. but within Luton we're slightly different in that um, the primary mental health care mm-hmm. service which is what we are um, is integrated mm-hmm. with um, physical health as well mm-hmm. okay so that's why this kind of umbrella system is kind of in place so that's okay. why we are slightly different in Luton okay. and that's been in place since um, April 2018 oh, okay. so 18 months but you know we're still really trying to kind of get out there integrate ourselves mm-hmm. make sure that the community knows that we're here mm-hmm. we're a self-referral service mm-hmm. so you yeah. can mm-hmm. call us you can do a, um, an online referral. Okay. We really try and make ourselves as accessible as possible. Okay. Um, and in terms of referral, um, you know, people can say, actually, you know, I, I want some help with weight. My doctor said to call you, mm-hmm. in which case it'll be Jamie's side of the service. And if mm-hmm. it's, well, actually, and I've also got a bit of um, anxiety that I need some help with, mm-hmm. well, then they'll be uh, sent over to our side of the service mm. and assess there as well. And we'll kind of help them to um, find what fits really. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's a brilliant definition. I think. <laughs> um, yeah. We offer a range of services. So mm-hmm. obviously we've got the talk and therapy side yeah. um, and then we've got the physical um, wellbeing side as well. So we mm-hmm. offer uh, stop smoking services, yes. um, health checks, weight management, social mm-hmm. prescription, and exercise and referral and management with long-term conditions through exercise as well. Okay. Um, so we're, we're really tackling health holistically you okay. know, from all angles, if okay. you like. And okay. we do try and do that together. So if I'm working with somebody and, the, you know, they say, well, actually, you know, I'm smoking. I'll say, you know, do you want some help with mm-hmm. stopping smoking? Mm-hmm. Obviously, that's down to them. Mm-hmm. Um, and if so, we can cross refer yeah. or it might be. Well, actually, you know, I'm not going out of the house, not doing as much as I used to. I say, mm. okay, can we refer you to social prescription or would you like to do some exercise? So we re- this is the kind of benefits of the service. We mm. really try and meet all the needs that are there. Yeah. That's I think you do find as well, because quite a lot of them are linked, aren't they? So mm. you've got one yeah, you normally do have another. So yeah. having the umbrella mm. service means yeah. you don't have to go to different yes. organisations. You can just go to the one and it's a single point referral to kind of a number of things. So yes. it's quite handy. That's, yeah, that that's handy. Yeah, because it, it, that's often confusion. quite difficult. Yeah. Yes, when you've gone somewhere and you've been told that actually we don't offer that, so you'll have to try and fish for that mm. or look for that. It kind of 
demotivates people as well so if you're on the you know spectrum of ready i need to really control my weight or i want to look at trying to lose weight and then someone sort of says to you actually we can't really help you on that area so you've got to turn away and that's it they've, yeah. they've you've lost that person See, i don't live in luton but i know mm. the services that are running luton they're amazing in yeah. comparison to some other areas like Absolutely. with the me time family it's yeah. all like a holistic approach to all of the family not yeah. just one person you're going to take on board everybody yeah and that's really key rather yeah than just... and actually having mentioned that the me time family if, if i think it's that's something the active luton center so if you could just elaborate on that because yeah, i think yeah. that the community is not aware of some of the services no. and how it works in in terms of price costing some of the services are free as well yeah. and people just don't Which know amazing. about them like, yeah so good yeah so jamie if you could um Go on. Just on me time or the, the services yeah, as a whole? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we offer a number of services. Some of them are free. So, for example, the stop smoking service is free. The yeah. health checks are free. Social yeah. prescription is free as well. Okay. And there is a small cost with exercise and referral. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, uh, I believe, it's £3 per session. Mm-hmm. And then the long-term conditions um, program is £2 per, sep- per session for 12 weeks. Okay. So there is some cost yeah. in some services, but most of the services are free. Yeah. And so the the me time and family time, does would that come under the weight management? Um, it doesn't come under the weight management service, but okay. it comes under total wellbeing and looting. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't got information on that today, Fully, but yeah. what I would say to listeners, if they are interested, yeah. they can go to, onto the website for more information. Mm-hmm. Okay, and that's Total um, Wellbeing's website. Yeah, so it's www.totalwellbeing.com. Luton.org. Okay, and that's total well-being, all one word, no hyphen yeah, between the well-being. That's right. No, yeah, okay. So we can put it in the uh, the link, I believe, Facebook link. Yes, at the end. yes, yeah. I will do that. I'll add that on um, for the listeners um, to um, connect to if they wanted to afterwards. Um, so with um, Jamie, um, looking at weight management, um, mm-hmm. something that I'm sure um, many listeners uh, are interested in, um, how does one get referred? Or as you were saying earlier, it's a self you can self-refer. So how does one go about doing this? So how does that Absolutely, work? Absolutely, yeah. So you can self-refer um, mm-hmm. and all you need to do is call the number 0300 mm-hmm. and that's 555-4152 and you'll then be put through to our lovely, friendly health and wellbeing coordinators. Okay. You'll be able to go over form of an assessment with you over the phone, mm-hmm. identify your health and wellbeing needs okay. and then point you in the right direction to the correct service. Okay. So whether it's the Child Healthy Lifestyle Programme Mm-hmm. or the Adult Healthy Lifestyle Program. Mm-hmm. So how does the um, weight management programs work? If you could just give us an insight yeah. as to how, how the sessions run. Absolutely. So we're a 10-week program, mm-hmm. um, and we're not just focusing on weight. I want to emphasize that mm-hmm. for the listeners. We okay. don't focus on weight. Okay. Um, we're focusing on supporting individuals to create sustainable, healthy lifestyle mm-hmm. Um, habits mm-hmm. so as I said at the start you know drinking more water moving mm-hmm. more as a family and mm-hmm. um, thinking about sleep routine thinking mm-hmm. about connecting with other people as well so we do link into the kind of emotional side as well mm-hmm. at the same time on weight management mm-hmm. um, so yeah if, if anyone is interested today please give us a call yeah, um, just and by raising the awareness of it though, it makes me think about yes. myself and what I, I do like so it's, it's applicable to everybody it's yes. not just a case of whether you are overweight, overweight. it's actually anybody because health it's conscious, changing those yeah. behaviours yeah it's mm. brilliant and um, I think as you know like the, the rates for children are really high mm. in obesity you've got year six children at the minute proven to go on to be obese adults mm. and that's the key thing my daughter's just been weighed in her year mm. six program mm. she came home mum they're going to weigh me and I was like mm. yeah it's really good because yeah. actually I want to know where you sit I want mm. to know where you are and do I need to do something about it mm. and um she's very sporty so I think sometimes I take that on board that she's fine yes but actually mm. her eating habits aren't brilliant yes. her water intake definitely is shocking Rubbish. so mm. just even by you talking about it I can see bits that mm. I can tap into and yeah. I need to kind of get yeah more I'm, I was just gonna say I'm, I'm, I'm terrible with water as oh, well water is one of the things that well, I think when it comes to the winter, mm. I, I give my children their water bottles and it comes back the way it went. Yeah. And I said, you do need to drink in the winter yeah. as well because they don't feel as thirsty no. as they do in the summer. They're, in the summer, they're like, oh, I refilled it three times yeah. today. And I'm like, well, you need to try and do the same in the winter as well. Because it's and it's funny you say about the weight. My son's in year six and we and we had um, a letter come home from the school to say that they're going to be weighed. Mm. And, um, uh, you know, do I have any objections? And I thought, no, it's quite nice to know how much yeah. he weighs. I don't have scales in the house I, I refuse to keep scales in the house because I gauge it for my clothes so if my yeah. clothes feel good and I feel good and that's that's good enough for me I, I don't like scales so I thought it'd be good to know how much he weighs and how he's doing and um 
he's actually doing fine they've um said for his age and height he's actually a good weight yeah. so there's no concerns but at the top of the letter it did say total well-being and i thought oh that's interesting yeah. and so mm-hmm. it it linked shows in. that it's all linked yeah. in so if there were any concerns i probably would have been passed over to to yourselves quite like the way as well when they did it in the school they mm. didn't weigh them didn't tell them what they were yes was. they must, didn't yeah. know so no. they couldn't then share with their friends what are you and what am i yes. they kept it completely kind of on the down low yes mm-hmm. yeah and that was much easier for them then to deal yes. with she was really worried about it i think as yes. a girl she might be a little bit more but actually yeah it was right it was handled really well yes so very true yes. Program, yeah. yeah but then then sitting on the public health side of things because i work i sit with the council i know sleeping is very key mm. at the moment mm. for year six children or even children mm. coming into year six they've, they've got a big push on that at the moment from a public health perspective and that again water for the brain to mm. keep them going when they're learning getting a good sleep pattern is all key yeah. isn't it to things and as working mums or as a working yes. parents mm-hmm. Those things you they do slip by the wayside when you're busy yes. and you're doing your day-to-day bits and pieces. So it's yes. quite good that you've got a service that supports you. So mm. it's really good. Yes, yeah, that's one of the things just in terms of normal well-being. I think not yeah. just people that refer to our service, but we all need to keep a check on. Yeah. I, I kind of, I, I come to a point where I'm like, God, I'm Making exhausted. Till one o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, baking till one. Yeah. <laughs> I know, do, do as I say, not as I, I do. Yeah. Yeah. My theory totally too. You just need yeah. someone to come back and remind you, don't you, and prompt you in the right yes. direction yeah you're right but get me back on track yeah. and that's the type of thing everyone can kind of come off those paths a little bit yes you just come back on track kind of that's feel it. like oh goodness why am I so tired and then mm. I kind of think wait a minute actually I need to have a bit of a review of yes. what we've been yeah. eating maybe yes. there's been a bit too much beige food yeah. going on you know let's let's yeah. go get some Especially fresh Christmas, vegetables yeah. let's mix up some of the smoothies yes. you know yeah some of the them. fruit that's festering in the fridge yeah. let's you know yeah. get that and it's all quite going nice getting early the children times. involved in this because yeah. one of the things um over the years i found that when i used to just make it and give it to them it was like that doesn't look very appealing mum i'm not having that what is it and now when i actually get them involved in the cooking mm. like i'll get them to grate vegetables and mm. i'll put it in with the meat and i'll say this is it. and then when they eat it they actually know what's gone into it and they're like mm. oh i help mum grate and yeah. i help mum do this so they're actually more inclined yeah. to eat it because i'll say to them actually you cooked it and then it's like it's a total different thing then it's like, to i made it. this yeah. i have to eat this <laughs> yeah. so it's a total different attitude they have to their food so it's really nice to get children involved in actually cooking and um show them what's going into their meal yeah. so that when it's put in front of them it's not like what's that or how did that get mm. there and it's it makes it a bit more appealable and, and letting the ownership be on them then it gives them that sense of well actually everyone's got to eat this because i made this yeah, okay yeah. so it's a totally yeah. different thing so but we kind of talk about um you know have make sure you're making sure you have your five a day mm. and things and i think you know from an early age educating that yes. but you know mm. we can fall by the wayside in terms of maybe mm. not making sure we're looking after ourselves yeah. yeah my daughter did a pat lunch i can tell you probably a pack of crisps a cheese <coughs> string a chocolate bar probably something else a biscuit another thing there's no fruit there's nothing though <laughs> yeah. she's into oranges at the minute okay. she'll have an orange in there but yeah if she could do her own pat lunch it wouldn't be anything mm. like remotely no what she should be having i know because it's a, the kind of the knowledge behind it isn't there is it no. to kind of <clears throat> so to start them early and yeah. i and Sounds i like, like a referral there <laughs> yeah <laughs> i know i was going to say jamie i hope you're making notes <laughs> yeah. uh, but jamie what i do like about the whole and as as you emphasized it's not an issue on weight that so you're not looking at oh you weigh x amount and this is this it's actually trying to change the way you eat or the outlook that we have of food mm-hmm. because i think that's more sustainable mm-hmm. once you change your attitude towards food and how you are maintaining it as a family you're actually more likely to be more consistent with it whereas if you say right you're overweight you need to literally lower your Mm -hmm. calories lower your intake and that then becomes quite hard and maybe initially you're in that power mode where you'll do it you'll lower Mm -hmm. your calories and Mm -hmm. you will actually lose the weight but then after a month of giving up so Mm -hmm. much you Mm -hmm. just want to go and then it could have a real bad yeah yeah, you could go even worse then put the weight back on even more so it's very good that it works with the mind and how we see because I think that's very important and I I'm I'm emphasizing that to the listeners so I think that's something that um, really resonated with me when you said that it's not literally about weight it's the way we see food and I think that's the way forward really Mm. I think that's how we need to see 
food and controlling our weight and if we can start from a young age so they can pack their lunches yeah, properly yeah. <laughs> um we can then um we, we've you know we've got somewhere hopefully the next generation won't be you know fast food maniacs but you know they will actually be mindful about what they're having i mean not to say that fast food mm. is bad but you know having it in proportion and yeah. not exactly, being yeah. the main meal of the day for them mm. yeah. i mean just to pick up there neil and one of the things that we have been running um and i think we off- we offered it actually with in the maternal weight management um, was um, about emotional eating. So we ran Mm. a one-off drop-in. And part of that was about kind of being more mindful about our food. We're Mm. rushing around all the time. Mm. We might grab lunch and we're kind of shoving it in while we're Mm. driving, not paying attention to what we're eating. And actually that preparation time to think, Mm. like you said, making it a family event, Mm. thinking about what you're eating, talking Mm. about where things come from, sitting down Mm. together so that you actually focus on and enjoy your food. Yes. Um, Mm. And and actually that that then is is a different approach really to how we do it yes yeah i just wanted to say we still offer the food and mood workshops so that they're the last wednesday of every month okay and they're going to take place in the new year at high town community center oh wow so yeah as you said which day was that uh the last wednesday of every month yeah so we're still offering it if there's any listeners want to come oh brilliant um, so what was that called again sorry food and moods sessions well we are heading to a break um but i will um elaborate on that um because that sounds quite good after the break so um listeners we are taking in text messages and calls uh, no limiting calls because we've got so much to get through but for now um go refill your hot drinks and uh, join us back after the break where we will continue the discussion you're listening to an inspire fm podcast making available our popular programs from our daily broadcast on inspire fm The following program is a repeat. Please do not message or call in. Any announcements made on the program may now not be applicable. Good morning and assalamu alaikum. Welcome back to uh, Mother's Planet. It's Friday 10.30 and it's 6th of December. I'm your host Neelam and joining me in the studio, very busy studio this morning, is Jamie. Morning. Hello, morning. And uh, Amaya. Morning. Morning, Neelam. And Jane. Morning. Morning. <laughs> Uh, so earlier on in the break, we before the break, we were talking about uh, the weight management, which we really went into. But we were looking at um, our relationship with food and um, the weight management program that um, Active Luton offers um, is actually not about trying to lose weight and reduce calories and, and, and starve yourself. It's actually about having a relationship with food and being a bit more mindful about how we eat and what we eat and when we're eating as well. And um, before the break, Jamie mentioned something called food, something I've absolutely, yeah. So, the, the food and mood workshop that's it, yeah. So, um, if you can just elaborate on that a little bit, please. Absolutely. So, this is run with the IAP team. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's looking at your relationship with food mm-hmm. and and supporting the client to decide if they're eating for emotional reasons, i.e., mm-hmm. boredom, stress, anxiety, mm-hmm. or for physical hunger, mm-hmm. um, such as a, a rumbly tummy, you know, mm-hmm. in the morning, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it uses a lot of CBT as well mm. to support individuals to I mean, do often that. We can get into some really unhelpful habits, and that's mm. what CBT is looking at: mm. is Our thoughts, feelings. So if you could yeah. just mention, um, uh, define what CBT is, just in case anyone just <coughs> tuned in now. Okay, I'll try and I'll try and give a brief overview. So it's kind of so cognitive behavioural therapy kind of does what it says on the tin. Mm. It's a cognitive is all about our thoughts and that might be our thoughts about ourselves Mm -hmm. might be our thoughts about other people Mm -hmm. it might be our thoughts about the world around us Mm -hmm. our future or maybe kind of thinking about things that have happened to us you know things in the past um and so we know that the way that we think about things Mm -hmm. really really affects how we feel Mm -hmm. um i think we've all had experiences of you know maybe feeling particularly angry and noticing that we've then have kind of corresponding angry thoughts Mm -hmm. or that if we're thinking about something particularly sad that then we kind of notice not just a an emotional drop but also mm-hmm. kind of a physical response as mm-hmm. well mm-hmm. so we're kind of tying in um, the way that we think to how we feel but also looking at the behaviors because people don't come along and go 
I've got a problem with what I'm doing and how I'm thinking. People come along and they say, I feel really sad, I feel mm. really anxious, or, mm. um, you know, I, I've I've been feeling really, uh, really depressed. Mm. Um, and so we look at that link between mm. the way that we think, how we feel emotionally, and then the things that we do, because often we'll get into those patterns of unhelpful behaviours. So it mm. might be that when we're feeling really low, I'm sure we can all identify with this, mm-hmm. you know, we reach mm. for a pot of ice cream. And so what do we do when we finish that pot of ice cream? Well, then we beat ourselves up about it and think just how awful we are and how Mm. greedy we were for eating Mm. that pot of ice cream. more pressure to you, isn't it? Exactly. So Mm. then, you know, we feel worse about ourselves. So we get caught in these vicious cycles of maybe unhelpful behaviours and kind of the way that we think. But it's also about recognising that through small changes, we can improve how we feel. Mm. Um, And I want to kind of bring it back a little bit, if that's okay, to Mm -hmm. kind of our focus in terms of, you know, tips for Mm -hmm. well-being for mums. And and just in terms of small behavioural changes, maybe things like making sure that you get out of the house. Mm -hmm. Um, It might be a battle to try and, you know, manage to to get out of the house Mm. with the kids, um, you know, before baby's bottom explodes or before kind of toddler is hungry again. Um, but it makes a big, big difference to not just be kept in those four yeah. walls. It might be about... Um, making... Sorry, I'm just going to interrupt you yeah, on that on. first point yeah. about leaving the house. Because um, I remember when I had um, my my um, fifth baby, I found it very hard mm. um, um, to do because my, my fourth was quite young and I did have a double stroller and I did think, oh, trying to get this all set. But I pushed myself and I said, even if it's a walk to the bottom yeah. of the road mm. and back. And it's amazing because the kids loved it. When they all came out, they put their jackets on and I said, look, we're all just just going to go for a walk to the bottom of the road and then come back round. And then, and that was enough. But you've picked up on another brilliant tip there, which is that you keep your goals small. Yes. Okay. Because we can't do what we used to yes. when we're mums. You know, mm, we... Yes. we we're used to spinning so many plates and then suddenly we have children that are running our lives. Yes. Um, at least that's how it feels sometimes. Um, and so just by saying, you know, all we're going to do is go to the bottom of the road. Mm. Not yeah. that, oh, I'm going to take you all into out for the day or yeah. whatever. But <laughs> yeah. no, I'm just we're just yeah. going to go to the bottom of the road yeah. or we're just going to go out into the garden, yes. mm-hmm. you know, yeah. somehow step outside. outside. Yeah. Um so that there's a little bit of a, a change and actually keeping those goals really, really small, but then just noticing those as an achievement. Yes. Actually, you know, give yourself that credit yes. for that. Yes. Um, we're very good, aren't we, at noticing what we don't do rather than what we do. And I think it's, it's human nature as, as a mum. I was, um, I mean, now I've got five children and I look back and I think gosh there was a time where I could go and do x y and z and Mm -hmm. now we're doing x and y it's like so difficult and I'm hard on myself thinking why can't I do x and y exactly you know even though I could do it before Mm. why can't I do it and I and I then go into of beating myself up about it thinking Mm. that I should be able to do it I should be able to lunge them all around and just get on with it and then you know so you have to be realistic with yourself well that's the thing is that that was another thing to kind of come down to is you know our expectations really need to change yes you know having that flexibility to realize that maybe we can't be quite so Mm. achievement driven yeah um and recognizing those unhelpful thoughts as Mm. well those i should be able to do this Mm. why am i not doing that that beating ourselves up Mm. can be really key in you know situations where mums maybe have um postnatal depression um because we've got such high expectations for ourselves and actually we're not able to meet them because you know the primary important thing is looking after that that Mm. child and there's also the fact that actually this isn't going to be forever it's not a kind of period is it it's going to change constantly Mm. you're going to have to adapt with it so it's getting the resources i always comment to women in pregnancy about having a backpack you pull out the bits that you need to help you and it's then that you're going to change i know from when my daughter was younger to where she is now she's Mm. a lot more independent actually Mm. she said to me the other day mum can I go for hot chocolate after school with my friends I'm like yeah that's fine so put Mm. some money on her little go Henry card and she can pay for her hot chocolate I can also track her to see where she is because it's so you let her think she's being independent um, so therefore it's not going to be forever because soon you can then get your kind of life back a little bit and then you think then you've got to adjust to that because you're like oh I'm not needed as much anymore and that's the bit then so it's kind of an uphill and then back down the other side yeah I like your idea of a backpack and you're saying about kind of social networks in pregnancy that's another really important thing is you know 
after we've had the baby, baby's here. Sorry, Jamie. <laughs> no, <okay. laughs> um, baby's here, and and suddenly that's the point when we need things, and yet it's so much more of an effort yeah. there. So making those connections, yeah. mm. knowing where these services are before Beforehand, we need yeah. them, yeah. maybe. And actually, you know, the classes, for us, bump to babe classes. So they're yeah. like they're not just lessons for first time mums to learn yeah. about breastfeeding or about how to change a baby's bottom or what the, what your labour will look like. Mm. It's about mm. how you can make friends as well. Mm. Yes. Yes. All the baby clubs that are run by the local children's centers there's lots of things that are out there that are really good so um it's taking advantage of that i know specifically when i had my daughter if i hadn't made a friend and she said you come for you you come to the club then Mm. i'm like yeah i'm coming along to baby massage yeah i'll come and cheese you you along otherwise i could have just sat and it's raining outside i'm not going to go but but then by actually getting out and socializing you know and and you kind of go oh god i've not slept and then they go yeah i haven't either actually you're not on your own you recognize other people are in the same boat you're not isolated yeah um so jane um just to quickly go over the maternity care side of things so looking at the weight management side of um the program there um how does it differ with pregnancy because obviously our eating habits and everything changes when we're pregnant and the calories um will yeah. intake and everything's different so is well, it actually amazing it's not that different it's only okay. in the last trimester you're supposed to have 200 more calories the rest oh, of it wow. is all exactly so, the same okay, yeah. but do you see how it's a perception that oh, i'm growing yes. a baby i've got to have, have more food but it's not it's yeah. making sure that you're eating the right foods it's mm-hmm. making sure you're getting your vitamins on board mm-hmm. that are going to help drive that healthy baby because then it's going to reduce the chance that baby having heart disease mm. or problems when it's born and, mm. and in later life um so yeah if you look at 200 calories you're looking at and um, they've got a sheet here from tommy's which is a really really good website for mm. pre- all pregnant um, mums to go mm. to and it's like a three quarters of a ham sandwich um. it's half one and a half bananas so wow. it's not and this is in the last trimester yeah so you're not talking throughout the pregnancy um but it's making sure you're hydrated because your body mm. but you might feel more hungry because you might or you might not feel hungry because you've got morning mm. sickness, but it's making sure you're eating the right foods. Mm. And then it comes back to that relationship with food, food isn't it? And yeah. as to what mm-hmm. you're going to where you go to for what food you're going to eat. So it's making mm. sure you're having the healthier foods food, yeah. and you're keeping yourself hydrated. And, and you're eating because you're tired as well yeah. and you feel like you need that sugar so, yeah, burst. Yeah. yeah. And eating so that you are eating those kind of foods that have longer sustainability. Yeah. So things that will actually keep you going for longer. Yeah. So yeah. don't actually eat quick um burning food no, because I, I'm guilty of that I'll eat something too, yeah. I think oh I've eaten that now and then like half an hour later I'm like oh, yeah, I'm I could do with something else now so it's it, it's actually eating those foods that have a, a longer duration of burnout for yeah. us so we're not actually um, picking at the sugar things and so taking first. that back to the CBT you might mm. be looking then about okay how can I stop myself from reaching yeah. for the sugary mm-hmm. foods mm-hmm. when I'm really when I have that sugar dip you know yeah. and I'm tired at two in the afternoon yeah. okay well one of the things I can do is pack myself something yeah. the night before so that I know I've got something in my handbag yeah. or you know ready to, to reach yeah. for yeah. that's yeah. going to be good for me and, or mm. sometimes a bit of distraction as well so if you're, mm. not, if you're sitting around and you think oh, I'm hungry actually yeah. have yeah. some water have a drink and then get up and go and do something we yeah. encourage physical exercise in pregnancy as well yeah. so it's not kind of making somebody who's not exercising pregnancy go and do a marathon mm. but you're making sure you're getting your regular exercise so four, mm. four times a week going out for at least 30 minutes even if it's a walk around the block with your mm. children or if it's a case of just getting out and about going mm. and meet some friends for a coffee but you go out and therefore yes. it's that period will then distract you from being hungry yes um it's quite key as well there's not much guidance around how much you should put weight is acceptable in pregnancy everyone um has a different opinion of that what you're saying is we're not trying to get women to lose weight in pregnancy even Mm. if you came came to us and you were overweight Mm. or obese in pregnancy what we're trying to do is minimize the risk because actually Mm. being overweight and obese in pregnancy does carry a risk for you with regards to delivery Mm. um with regards to your postnatal period and your Mm. recovery um you're bonding with your baby with breastfeeding and things like that mm. you've got a few difficulties there now mm. it's not the case that we can fix that if you come into pregnancy in that situation but we can limit how much weight you then may gain on top of that which mm. then could be more at risk mm. um so yeah the guidance is not to lose weight in pregnancy it's about health, eating healthily in pregnancy mm. but it's also about at this point in time you're looking at making yourself healthier because you're growing a little baby mm. but actually that can then lead on to you making your child's life healthier because yes. you've got the stuff you've got your little backpack 
full of tools yes. that you know what to eat and yeah. then you're then going on to healthier lifestyles with family and friends mm. so it's then kind of a ripple effect of where you can go out to but it's proven that pregnancy is a period of time where people are open to change mm. because they want to make the right choices mm. and that's what we need to make more kind of mm. um, evident out there again um, with the stop smoking service there's a specific yeah. stop smoking pregnancy advisor mm-hmm. who you can see in pregnancy and we encourage partners and other family members to come and do the same thing and make the change at the same time mm-hmm. because smoking in pregnancy puts you at risk of so many more mm-hmm. things um, including like a, a high risk of miscarriage or a stillbirth or mm-hmm. even cot death after, mm-hmm. afterwards so we're just trying to make women healthier the knowledge mm-hmm. is out there mm-hmm. the government has driven that we are to reduce stillbirths mm-hmm. neonatal brain injuries and maternal deaths mm-hmm. um, we need to halve it we aren't very good in the statistics in comparison mm-hmm. to other countries okay. in the same economic status to us so we need to halve them and they've put interventions in place and services that are out there that people mm-hmm. can tap into we need to get women to go to them because unfortunately yeah. total well-being run a maternity service it's a great maternity service mm-hmm. for anybody but we can't get the women to come along yeah. and again it's another avenue where people can make friends maybe in the same boat as you mm-hmm. a little bit overweight or mm-hmm. wanting to learn mm-hmm. and you can then tap in and learn off mm-hmm. each other and become great friends like i've got mum friends from when my child was a baby yes. not from a weight class but from baby massage and things and they're still like they we still meet up now and it's Mm. like oh they've known each other since they were babies Mm. it is a friendship group that you form separate to your school Mm. friends or your community friends or Mm. family friends and they're people that you're drawn to when you've got the problem like when you have your problems or actually not even problems when you want to share your successes when they roll over when they start to walk all things like that is yours doing that yet is this right is that not right it's great so um yeah if we can get more women to come the weight management service is the first monday of every month it runs between Mm. 6 and 7 p.m Um, um, it's at Lucy um, Sports, Sports Park. Park. Yeah, okay. I can never remember what, what the name is. It's yeah. Lucy, uh-huh. and um, yeah, there's two um, Laura and Layla run it for us, and, okay. they're, and they're really approachable. They've really got into pregnancy, considering they're not midwives. They're really oh, quite yeah. into their pregnancy knowledge now. Yeah. And then also what we're tapping into because obviously weight in pregnancy does put you at greater risk of so diabetes. just to go back these sessions is that um, a paid for session or is it a free session no it's so a free it's session so no, it's a free totally session free, yeah and that runs every mondays every monday yeah six to seven six to seven so there there's go, also yeah. um in the area an aquanatal class which is run at active luton mm-hmm. um up at Inspire, Inspire, yeah, yeah. and um, that is at the moment it's very well attended. Mm -hmm. So you need to become. But aquanatal is a good form of exercise that you can get Mm -hmm. to where you don't feel your body's taking on that Mm -hmm. impact. And so it's it's quite well. um, well It's also a great way after you've had your baby as well you know to actually Mm -hmm. you know you can you're moving around in the water it may be difficult for you to kind of be getting out and doing proper exercise Mm -hmm. but actually you can move around you can lift your baby up getting out and you know getting Mm -hmm. yourself out in the water moving around after birth really good and the um the center has a creche as well so you can put the baby into into creche i think you have to be three months i think don't quote me on that but there was a creche facility at this um, sports centre so then you can start to have a bit of you time back so you're then balancing out between and is the creche free so how does the creche work I don't know how the creche works I think there might be free for some programmes but okay. other programmes I think it's just a few pounds to okay. put them in and where is that as um uh, t- inspire yes yeah, that's right you've got it yeah because <laughs> i know that inspired as a, a lady swim session and um, i don't know if they've changed the crash times but i did want to um go to the lady swim but i had my young one at the time and i didn't know where to put him but the crash had finished when the ladies session started so it was i did ask if i could just leave him in the car mm. seat on the side and and just have a swim but they said health for health and safety yeah. i wasn't allowed to do that so i don't know if that's something that's changed or um something that inspire could look into because that was something that I I wanted to do but I couldn't do and that's the thing isn't it if you find something that you can't do actually email in and just say this is the situation if we don't know we can't correct the problem because we we added a crash element onto the weight management service for pregnant women because we thought some women that could come might be second time Mm mums struggling with their weight from the previous baby things like Mm -hmm. that Um, but again that wasn't well attended Um, but I I think it's just the fact we're not getting the name out there we're not getting the knowledge out there so Mm. spreading the the details is great I think um, that's key as well. Um, so, so, sorry, yeah. oh, you mentioned about kind of partners as well, kind of uh, involved with the um, the stopping smoking mm-hmm. service. For our part, um, we do um, prioritise 
uh, referrals of pregnant uh, ladies. Um, so throughout pregnancy, you know, you're prioritised within the service, but we also do that for partners as well. Yeah, I was just going to yeah. ask that. Yeah. Yes, no, so, I mean... Um, and for a year after birth as well. So yeah. this service is there for the for the partners to get involved yes, in Yes, for well. the ladies and mm. for the partners, just to make sure that actually we're looking after mental Sorry, health yeah. throughout that yeah. period. Mm. Um, and, and we've got okay. a number of options it's there. okay to ask for help because it's a mm. big change it's, yeah. it's a lot of changes in one go isn't it it's a new mm. baby in the, in, a new person into their relationship it's mm. a new way of looking after yourself mm. and a baby and it's, I it's and okay. I remember speaking to Amaya about mm. this but um, as a mum you feel that you have to do everything so I remember when I had my first I sort of pushed my husband aside and said I know what I'm doing and you know there were days where I thought I wish I could just take a break just to mm. go to the toilet or just yeah. to go and have a shower or something and I wouldn't let him in because I felt like he doesn't know what he's doing so you know we I, I was guilty of pushing him away because I thought I'm a lady and I'm a mum and my instincts yeah so I didn't yeah. although actually him picking up the baby and cuddling her or just having that bonding time was equally as important mm. but I didn't deem it See, as important it? Yeah, and I think that's something that we're very guilty of is just mm. firstly not accepting support mm. uh, or accepting help if it's offered mm. and also not asking for for yeah, it when yes. we need it yes. um you know we need to be allowing other people in to look mm. after us during that time mm. because that's when you know we have vulnerabilities is yeah. is when we feel like we have to do everything when we mm. feel like we have to be doing everything that we used to be doing and you know why aren't we doing what we used mm. to be able to do mm. and we're not allowing other people to come in and and and, and share that load you have to ignore that ringtone i think the phone's not working and they're trying to there's technical issues there but we, we won't we it's not anyone calling in so no we'll just ignore that but that's key i mean i remember when i had my fourth um everyone was offering um for cooking can we cook for you and mm. i took yeah. it with both hands i said yes please this you know anything that you find easy to cook just cook because yeah. that's one less thing yeah. for me to think about exactly. i can put it out to them but it's the preparing it and mm. making it and having the idea i mean i still struggle oh, do, what yeah. do i cook so you know that's my question of the day every day what do i cook so you know i'm trying to do this menu but when i was offered can we cook for you or can mm. we you know yeah, yeah. that was like yeah i'm taking mm. that with both hands mm. so even simple things like that just taking letting somebody else cook for you so that's one thing ticked off the list it's not to be afraid of saying actually i'm not coping if you're yes. not coping yeah. or actually i need some help with this no one's gonna say to you right in that case because you've asked for help you're going to be in trouble yes. for, mm. and i think so a lot of women cope. feel that yeah, when you if you if you feel that if you say that i'm actually struggling in this area you're going to have 101 people come and then yeah. that child's going to be taken away because you are having a breakdown and yeah, you yeah. can't and i think out of that fear a lot of people suffer in silence mm. yeah i was because, um so with my daughter i was a single parent when i had her mm. so my fear was that if i didn't get to do all this work, i can't remember the midwife and i wasn't a midwife when i had my daughter but remember she came around and asked me these questions is she pooing what color is it and how many times has she weed i was like nodded said the numbers I thought mm. she wanted yeah. to hear and I was like is that okay I yeah. gauged by what she her response as to whether mm. I was saying the right things mm. and I was like because I thought oh she, she's not going to be happy with me then social mm. services will be on my door yeah. I now know that's not the case and it's not that's not how life goes at all but when yeah. you're, your emotions take over you're yeah. tired and you could, don't see things in the normal perspective mm. now I look back and laugh but <laughs> it's like actually don't be afraid to ask for help because mm. it's out there and mm. it's probably worse for you not to ask for it than it is to ask for but it but the other yeah. thing is there's often a lot of people telling you what you should be mm. doing you should be doing it this way oh, you God, know yeah. make sure you do this make sure you yeah. do the other yeah. so you really doubt yourself and some of the advice is conflicting because mm. each baby is individual Different. each family yeah. is individual so you can't give a one answer for everything some mm. things you can mm. but how to put a nappy on yeah yep. it's one straightforward yeah. answer but certain other things will depend on how your baby is yeah. so it has to be quite fluid it has to be quite interchangeable it has yes. to be um, flexible but I think it remember you're doing... the expert on your yeah. baby actually yeah, you know yeah. you trust yourself yeah. um, but do kind yeah, of do, do reach out to those other people if you feel that yeah. you know you need them don't suffer in silence <laughs> yes one thing that I just want to point, point out is in, in, from our element sometimes you get um I don't want to say it's hereditary or cultural. You'll get certain things that are done by certain cultures, or it mm. might be the case of certain parents did certain things in a certain way. And mm. yes, that might have been all right back in those yeah. days. And it was okay, your baby, yeah, you, you were born and you're okay. But actually, mm. we didn't know the knock on effect. Now we've got the evidence around smoking and the knock on effect to babies mm. and their development yeah. and, their, and the risks around it. Mm. So actually, it's not 
safe and the advice now has changed so therefore just because someone did it previously and they were okay doesn't mean actually in your pregnancy it's It's going to be okay yeah Yeah. Yeah. you know you 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 were you 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 started having solids at 12 weeks you know and it was fine for you actually you know no better do better yeah Yeah. Yeah, exactly the evidence does change and we now know certain things and and, and differences so um we need to take that on board and Mm. necessarily not always families are great i don't want to drop the um support network but sometimes you need to look at what the health professional is telling you mm. and certainly when you talk around vaccinations and things now I think that's come full full circle on the fact that there's a bit of um, worry before but we really do need to be looking at vaccinating our babies mm. to make sure that everyone is safe because it only takes one per one child not to be vaccinated that will break that chain yeah, and yeah, then it leaves a child susceptible or mm. an adult susceptible we have a number of um, pregnant women who will come in with the flu and they are highly compromised mm. because of them um, not having the right correct immunity and things mm. um, because of pregnancy and mm. it puts them at a really vulnerable pace we've mm. had ladies in there for weeks of their pregnancy not wow. you're not talking days you're talking weeks potentially months so yeah. we do need to make sure we keep women as safe as possible to mm. keep their babies as safe as possible mm. so mm. it's taking that advice on board yeah thank you for mentioning that because that's that's something that's key there um we are going to get short on time but before i we um wrap up the program um i did want to ask about the stop smoking um uh, program because I, I i've asked if it's open to any gender any age because smoking could be you could be 70 and then actually decide this is no good for me and you could then you know mm-hmm. uh, break the chain then so how how does that work yes yeah, so the service is literally open up to age 12 plus any okay. gender mm-hmm. um so if you are interested in stopping smoking yeah. um please get in touch with the number yeah. um so they use a range of uh, nicotine replacement therapies mm-hmm. um to support the individual on a one-to-one basis to okay. quit smoking okay. um and i know from looking at the research uh, individuals are four times more likely to stop smoking mm-hmm. if they access their stop smoking service well, so we, yes. we you know we really we do want people it, to yeah. access the service yes. and that's kind of a bit about why we're here today (laughs) and it's quite nice i mean for yourself to see some success stories in that when you've seen someone that's come in that's probably been a chain smoker or quite a heavy smoker and then actually you know decided that this i need to stop this Mm. and so have you had a lot of success stories in your journey yeah the the team has that runs it yeah absolutely they'll they'll have loads of success stories it's the link of the services as well i think because that comes a lot with mental health and smoking Mm. so it's the link with your total well-being with the with other services that support mm. so it's not one service it's a number of them that actually support them so it's yes, good yes so i mean i think right now we um uh, are going to just ask for contact details and um anywhere uh, anyone that wants to get in touch with mm-hmm. any of the services how do they go about doing that brilliant yeah uh, so any any so, yeah. so is it just I going think, under so the... i think jamie mentioned before so we have got a, a referral number which is zero three hundred five 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 um you can go online um, mm-hmm. you were very good at remembering what that and is there uh, a facebook page yeah. it says total we are, there facebook we are working on our social media okay. so yeah. that is going to be something that's going to be um kind of coming in future and becoming more um and it's not necessarily i don't think that you've got to ring up and say i want this service do you it's the case of actually i've got this problem what service have you got that can help me or is there anything because you you haven't got self-diagnosed what your issues are you've got to go from there yeah you're right it's literally a conversation with the health and well-being coordinator and they'll help you to point you directly in the right direction and you mentioned something earlier which i don't think we've really touched very much on which is social prescription which um is is a great tool which i refer lots of people to okay well thank you guys for your time today and um, i hope we've um got out to all our listeners thank you for listening to our podcast We stream our daily broadcast on inspirefm.org. You'll find all our daily updates on our social media at inspirefmluton.